Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Live from Asbury Park, New Jersey, and live from Greenfield, Massachusetts, it's the Raw Impressions Podcast, starring Adele Barlow, period. Um, can I tell you about something really stupid that happened to me this morning? Absolutely. Please do. I haven't told you this yet. So, um... Woke up, the bus is parked outside of our hotel that we're staying at because we had to check in at noon for our day off. Today is my day off here in Asbury Park. And mm-hmm. um, so, um, you know, I woke up. It was about 10 o'clock. I needed to use the restroom. So I thought, well, I'll go into the, the hotel. Mm-hmm. So I took, I took a, a double shot, a, you know, a Starbucks espresso double shot in the, t- in the small tin can. Aluminum. And I took it with me, put it in my pocket, walked into the hotel. It was nice and quiet. I found the, found the men's room, went into the men's, men's room and, you know, did my business. Um, I don't know if I need to explain this, but on the bus, you can only, you can only pee on the bus. This mm-hmm. is a big, you can only pee on the bus. So. No number two. Wow. Someone's tearing Ooh. down the strip here. Or <laughs> the boardwalk of Asbury mm-hmm. Park. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, so um, then I'm like, oh, I think I'll drink that other Starbucks when I'm finishing up. And I'm like, I'll drink that other Starbucks. Um, so I, I uh, reached down for the can, but somehow it had already been opened. And it was draining into my pants. <laughs> the Starbucks double shot mm-hmm. was uh, draining into my pants and onto the floor. Oh, God. And it's brown, too. And it's brown. And it's this really mm-hmm. spreading brown puddle. And it was actually, I'm like, oh, at, at first I'm like, I, I didn't even remember opening the can. And why I would open the can and then put it in my pants oh my God. is a mystery. But maybe this is part of my illness. Is maybe it? I'm a little, maybe, <laughs> I don't Doesn't know. It doesn't seem that took, out of reach for me to picture you doing that. <laughs> really? You don't think it's the result of some sort of progressive disease or ailment. No, but I think I, it could be like pot brain, you know, but I, I, I hadn't at that point, I hadn't been high for a, quite a while before that. So no, that's um, cumulative. I'm talking about just like a lifelong. Cumul- okay. All right. So anyway, <laughs> so somehow I had opened up the start this can of liquid and then put it in my pants while I was sitting on the toilet. Oh God. Oh, Lewis. So I, so I stood up and I saw the, the extent of this puddle. I mean, luckily I was the only person in the bathroom. One person did come in and out during the course of my visit there. But so I got, and I'm like, my pants, and I'm like, Your holy shit, my pants are totally soaked with coffee drink. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Uh-huh. Totally soaked. Somehow it didn't get on my shoes, which is, was great because I hate, I hate having stained shoes like that. But I, oh. but yeah, there's this huge spreading puddle oh my God. of coffee. Okay. And I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, well, 
this is this is going to take some maneuvering. I'm going to hope for the best, i.e., that no one comes in. So I went to the I went to the sinks. There's two sinks there. Nice big mirror. Really clean in there too. Really clean. I really I did a I did a bad thing to this nice nice clean bathroom. So I started gathering paper towels. I pulled up my wet pants. I was like, I'm not going to sit here. That someone could just walk in. I'm, I'm, I prepared myself to, to leave the stall is what I'm saying. So I'm standing there oh my my, my very wet pants, <laughs> I love, gathering I paper towels. This. I feel like a fly on the wall. So yeah, Gathering towels, and then fun. I realized that it's the, the spread is like really spread into the handicap stall. So I get in there, and I get down mm-hmm. on my knees, and I start soaking that stuff up with the paper towels and then bringing them to the Dear trash God. and gathering okay. more paper towels and then going into the... The stall that I was in, and then really doing the final touches on that with you know just dozens and dozens of pieces of paper towel. But there was a lot of it, and it was great. It was, it was, okay. there, was there was plenty of it. It was prepared for me. There was actually two different types of paper towels. There was a heavy stock and then a lighter stock for your hands mm. and toilet mm-hmm. paper. So I had it. I had it all covered. I was able to completely soak up this spill, and then dab my pants just a little bit so the walk back to the bus wouldn't be. Super uncomfortable, and also, if there were people in the lounge in the bus, they wouldn't yep. notice my soaking wet, my wet leg, my oh wet my leg. Gosh. <laughs> but um, yeah, the only the only really bad the only the only regret I have is that I. I didn't get to drink that double shot, so I only had half of my ala- my caffeine allowment, my allowance. random mm. my random idea of what my caffeine allowment w- would be, which is four shots of espresso in the morning. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So I only I only had two, and the other the other two shots went down my pants and onto the floor mm. and into the into the garbage. So that's my story. Mm. Well, great. I'm glad well, that it happened at a nice hotel instead of um, like some nasty, oh. you know, gross bathroom, um, like at the club or something. And you're like gagging on the floor near the toilet, just like yeah. You know the way I'm, I'm traveling, also <laughs> on this bus too. You know, it's like I've been pretty fortunate. I've been pretty fortunate because it can get really bad. It uh-huh. can get really bad. Bodily functions, long yep. bus rides. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Who didn't order the shrimp enchiladas last night? I know. You. This guy. Who didn't you do that? Who might, might have done that two weeks ago? You. This guy. Yeah. I was on a, sh- a, shriek, sh- a shrimp streak. A streak of shrimp. I... You may remember that Lou's friend Max got food poisoning from shrimp when they went out to dinner last week. I was I'll have the shrimp. shrimp. That's my chosen streak. protein. Too, and we were on tour this summer. I was sort of being a little bold with my shrimp ordering. Yeah, I, I, ordered, I ordered shrimp a few times, yeah, and I was like, damn, this is good. I miss you, shrimp. And thankfully, thankfully, it just worked its way through my intestine as it should instead of like a violent exit. It just... I, at some point, I had this thought. You can mm. tell me what you think. Um, sure. I had this thought that I wanted to interview you a little bit, as if like, like getting to know Adele, 
Like if you could just tell us a few, uh, uh, some basic information you about yourself. Sure, I'll tell you a couple things. I was born in Minneapolis, but I grew up uh, in St. Paul, the city of St. Paul proper, right on what's called the west side, across from downtown St. Paul. Hmm. Yep, in an old house in a, yeah, in a kind of a, I don't know, challenged neighborhood, you know, we were, um, it was not thriving, let's say that, you know, people were surviving. What else can I tell you? Did you ever get bit by a dog? Yes. More than once. Damn. Yeah. So I was a little girl riding my bike up and down my street, which was Morton Street in St. Paul. And riding my little bike with my little handlebars. And I think it had cute little fringe hanging off it, as all bikes do in the 80s. Like cute mm, little tassels. And um, it was just kind of like a long classic city block with big wide sidewalks and stuff. And um, I was at the other end of the block. And across the street, I kind of was like, keeping my eye across the street because there was a house that, well, it had, it had, it was that house, you know, how like every neighborhood kind of has like that house that you keep your eye on because something's like unhinged about it or, you know, kind of scary. And so this woman had a dog that she kept like chained in her front yard and it was very depressing to witness. It was like, The dog was very unhappy, very angry, and rightfully so. It was on a terrible short little chain and was probably, you know, I'm going to just take a leap and say it was probably not treated very well. And, uh, but it was small. It was like some, I think it was like this white kind of like fluffy dog. And it, so you would think that maybe it was like more bark than bite, but... So as I was riding my bike down the street, I was kind of keeping one eye on this house, like for that dog. And I was across the street, so I thought, I'm safe over here. Well, that little dog saw me and got so worked up that it actually broke off its chain and, you know, went tearing across the street. And, oh, my word, I I actually remember, like, the terror I felt and uh, the dog like leapt up to attack me and it bit my left leg right, in, right below the, the knee in the back of it, like the big, the meaty part of your leg. What is that? What's your calf. That? Your, your calf is right on my calf. And um, it fucking like went to town on my leg and it, it got, it was so worked up that its little jaw, it's the bottom half of its jaw got stuck like in my leg and couldn't, like I was trying to kick this dog flesh. off of me, like in my flesh. In like your flesh. Yeah. Oh. I think a neighbor like found me and carried me home. Um, Cause you passed out. Yeah. And oh. like, I don't know what happened to the dog or, you know, at that point or whatever, but, um, brought me to my mom who was at home and uh, I just remember 
Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Like cut then to like having to talk to like a police officer because of what happened and then like sharing what had happened to me. I think he came to our home, if I recall. Um, when did you go to the hospital? You got bit by a dog. I don't remember even being at a doctor's what? for this. I don't. It broke I your don't skin. remember that. Yeah. Jesus, yeah, the scar is still there. Lost his I mean, I'm sure arm my parents' his hand when he got bit by a dog in Louisiana. I know that was horrible. Yeah, Jesus. I um, Bob D'Amico got a bad dog bite on tour of Sebado a few years back. Um, almost lost his hand. How old were you? Young, and I don't remember how like old bang I was. Bang's age, or I honestly, I don't know. Five, I just don't know. Six. Yeah, I guess. Seven. I mean, I was riding my bike, so five, six, seven. I'm not sure, but it was so depressing. I mean, it's just like the whole thing was very depressing. But um, so yeah, I did have like a a bad, bad dog bite. Maybe my dad found me. I don't know. I really don't know. Hmm. But I still have the scar and I still just remember the dog breaking off its chain and running across the street to me and that that was like the worst and trying to kick it off my leg. Oh god. Yeah. Bad Horrible. Times. Bad times. I know. I know. But, you know, it was funny because even as a kid, I, I mean, I have a healthy fear of dogs, not like a, um, I'm not like terrified to be near dogs or things like that. I think it's a healthy fear where I, I you know, again, I just, I keep like sort of an eye, never assume Don't that an animal, them. you can just trust them. Um, trust them. I, yeah, I think it's unwise. And I think that, you know. I also don't trust a lot of owners, to be perfectly honest, because they're always like, oh, he's so friendly. Don't worry. And I'm like, okay, we'll see. <laughs> um, dog owners can be so smug. And I've listen, I'm, I've been a dog owner. I had my dog, Tito. He lived to be 19. Bless. Rest in peace, Tito. He was a chihuahua. But, you know, so I know dog culture. I was a dog mom for many, many years. But I love dogs. I love dogs, yeah. And, I'm, and I want to get a dog again someday because um, I would love Izzy to experience having a dog. Um, I'm a dog person, let's put it that way. Hmm. But I, that being said, I have a healthy kind of fear of them. And I just, you know, I like to tread with caution and... Even in spite of that experience that I had, I didn't blame the dog. I blamed the the person. I was like, yeah, I knew. I was like, that's not that dog's fault. That's a miserable life. That's just misery. I felt bad for the dog, you know? I really did. It just seemed so unfair. 
So I, uh, I, I, yeah, I have like a real cringe when I see dogs, I feel like getting hurt. It really freaks me out. that I end up talking about dogs a lot just in mm-hmm. my in my life. Like I probably mm-hmm. had three or four conversations about dogs, my feelings about dogs, my feeling feelings about pet ownership. Mm-hmm. Several times on this tour alone with people. Well, you it's you a real often say that to you a dog is a human reincarnated. Like that for sure for you is like that was a that was a person. This person is being punished. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I only, I only, I, know. I really only had that that thought once. I, I've had it more than once, but it's you have one time oh I had it God. where I, it, I I've thought it was had that thought. I thought it was the beginning of a psychic break for me. I was like, oh my god! <laughs> Why was like, a dog looking at you? And it just looked at me in a certain way, and I had this realization that like I could end up a dog. You know, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I gotta. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta live a better life. I gotta. I gotta change some shit. I don't want to end mm. up as a dog. Please don't make me be a dog in this next. Oh my god! In the next go round, like, please. Yeah. Will I be a dog? I mean, it does. I it it actually does really. I, I'll, I don't know if this is true, but there, I had a lot of a lot of times in my life where dogs didn't seem to like me, you know, and some yeah. of my some of my friends would would be like, ah, see, it doesn't. I mean, they yeah taking the I dogs. Like the dogs weird thing that the dog dogs owners get into. No, like, like the dog. The dog's know? reaction to you is is it, it speaks of your character. If the dog exactly. is barking at you, then it means there's something wrong with you. Yeah. And, and oh, she doesn't like you. Hmm. And and What's I was like, with you, fair enough. Like I'm, I'm like I do because I do view dogs the same way you do. I'm like I don't know, I don't trust you, buddy. I don't. <laughs> Sorry. It's like yeah. I don't like the way you're walking. I don't like like the way you're. I mean, I when I can sense yeah. danger and I can sense danger mm-hmm. in dogs. Mm-hmm. And uh, but when I did have that, the realization, like where I was like, Ugh, like wow, just the the ray going between my eyeballs and this doggy's eyeballs and just like, bam, and I'm just hit with the shock of this former life of this creature. Um, since then, I'm just going to make this random, this sweeping thing. I'm going to put it right on top of this. You're going to probably disprove me. But ever since then, I'm, ever since then, when I encounter dogs, I look at them so sympathetically that they are friendly mm-hmm. to me. And they go, oh, and people, and more often than not, people say to me, Oh, he really likes you, which was not happening before. Maybe you did. Maybe you had kind of like a life-altering moment where now you you get it. You're like, oh, we are dogs. Dogs oh. are us. And so dogs are I us. Need to- <laughs> totally, dogs, dogs are us. Are us, and uh, <laughs> I better live this human life to the best of my ability because. I'm a dog, and you're a dog, and we're all just dogs waiting. Dogs in waiting. <laughs> yeah. I hope that I come back as a papillon. 
Dogs are so cute. Yeah. They live long and they're You're going to be like a people generally you're be like take a really cute big like curly-haired. I can see you as a dog. Yeah. Do I want to be domesticated? <laughs> Maybe I want to be a, a, a mid-sized be a wild, wild dog, dog in Brazil. Like, Maybe I want to be like those say. those dogs in Brazil. I've told, I've, just I've told you about the, the wild dogs in Brazil. You did. It was Was it a it restaurant? Was <laughs> it was a Maybe restaurant. You're like sitting in a restaurant and It's too Crazy little dogs. They're not little. They're midsize. They're kind of like mm-hmm. terriers. You know, they're a little bit bigger mm-hmm. than terriers and they're super muscular and skinny. And yep. they came up to our table and the guys that we were eating with literally like threw them like <laughs> the, the bones, like the, the, the you know, a oh. rib cage or whatever, whatever chicken or whatever to this. These dogs you and they came just back they, so bloated from Brazil. I've never seen you that bloated. I, I ate so much. Oh my god! I had so much insanely rich food. Oh, and so I much. I'm envious I, of the food. I, I it sounded had a lot so of alcohol. Incredible. You couldn't. I couldn't say oh, no. Oh. Couldn't say no to yeah. the hosts when it came to the alcohol. It was like, nope. Was it like? Yeah, it's, um, it's, a, it's it's eleven o'clock in the morning, and I'm definitely going to have. I'm definitely drinking. It's starting now. This is it. And then just these rich pots of oh, food, huh? God. But anyway, the this these dogs just would devour like full full skeletons and just chew the bones. You'd watch these little dogs chewing the bones, the jagged bones, and swallowing them. Jesus. They're so hungry. They'll take anything. But but I mean it's like, wait a minute, is it not just perforating it? No. I'm sure that's like the millionth I mean, I'm sure that dog is eating bones eat every fucking they day. They just... eat rocks and bones and glass. Sure. Like these sure. things, these, their little, their intern, their organs are just made of like, t- well, I don't know. Wild What's dogs, the word? like street dogs have to street survive, dogs. you know, oh. street dogs are, it's a whole nother thing, you know? Holy God, street dogs. But I they know. weren't like, they, they weren't threatening to us. So yeah, right. Because I think it's different there. There's a lot more just street dogs, whereas like in there's the US, dogs in I the wild like too. We went to there's this such crazy, a panic. We went to this crazy waterfall. These guys drove us through like a one lane road in a fucking tiny tourist bus. It was bizarre down dirt roads, thirty forty miles into the the un, the overgrowth. I don't. I wouldn't say it was jungle. I'm not going to go as far as saying it was a rainforest, but I mm-hmm. guess maybe it was. But it was. But we drove all the way into it to look at this big waterfall. And at the bottom mm-hmm. of the waterfall, there was like a big satanic symbol with candles around it that had been visited. And the, the candles were all melted. And there were wild dogs. But it was this huge waterfall. And I was feeling, I was like, I was like, it was kind of a tense ride out there because I'm like, this is where things happen, right? This is like you're in this one, you're going down oh. this one lane dirt road deep into the forest in Brazil. Mm-hmm. This is where stuff happens. Um, sure. So I was feeling a little tense, but if you if you uh, sat at the bottom of the waterfall, you would be pu- were being pummeled by tons of water. So it was just like being this like massive like massage. So I went under the waterfalls and I was like, okay, I think we can continue. I release whatever happens. I was like, I think everything's everything's gonna be fucking fine. Who gives a shit? It's all good. It's all good. Thank God you're here. It's all worked out. Came back. You survived. <laughs> Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. 
Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.